So guys, here we are, another week again. Yes, we are. Welcome to the read. I'm Alaska Thunderfuck. <laughs> that's how Alaska from RuPaul's Drag Race. I know you don't watch it, but that's she's she talks like a Kardashian like this all the time. Do you know what it's called? Vocal fry. I just I heard about it on NPR. That's what that technique is called, and it's a white girl thing. But it's apparently like extremely widespread now. I think the Kardashians made it famous. It's this act of like dragging out your voice a little bit. And it's just like, like that. I'm going to do more research on this. I think that's what it vocal is. Vocal fry thing. I think I might have a small case of it. But I think I think it's so common now that a lot of people slip into it. But some people talk like that on a permanent basis. Well, I don't believe that Alaska actually speaks like that. But it's just so much. Is she the one that everybody like says should have been kicked off but off. hasn't been yet? No, that's actually Roxy Andrews. And Roxy Roxy Andrews, wherever you are, girl, you should be ashamed of yourself. Because honestly, sweetheart, you should have bowed out of the competition a smooth five to six weeks ago. And I know that y'all taped this or whatever, but five to six weeks prior to making it to where you are at this stage of what we're watching, girl, you should have left. Because you're not, you know, you're not on the level of the rest of the girls are. And it just is. You're still an all-star. You came back. That matters. You have fans. You're beautiful. You slay the runway from time to time, but you don't have the range. Damn. You don't have the range. There's no reason Alaska should, I mean, there's no reason that Alyssa should have gone home before you. There's no reason Tatiana should have gone home before you because they both slay runways and they're great performers and they're funny and they have talent. And Roxy doesn't. No. Roxy has friends Shit. that voted for her to stay. In oh, the it's that type of show. Long. Because she's RuPaul changed the damn uh, rules this year, this season. Of course. <laughs> decided that the girls get to vote for who goes home instead of RuPaul oh, actually Lord, doing it. That makes it messy. So they say this bitch <laughs> talking about, oh, well. Uh, Tatiana is super talented and gorgeous and great and perfect at everything and so amazing and totally an all-star and Roxy let me borrow this shirt so Roxy can stay <laughs> like so the other girl was actual competition and this one is my friend so bye. exactly but bitch you're gonna she's gonna lose anyway because all y'all are better than her so mm. anyway well, exactly. I hope Katya wins because Katya is the only one who didn't do that and then y'all tried to give Alyssa shit when she kept Katya ha- for having more potential than wow. Ginger but then you turned around and literally kept Roxy because she's your home girl trash okay well I'm glad you got them feelings out I do you know what I am emotional I'm off my meds and uh, Tommy Ford died so yeah which is very I just saw that so that's some very sad news here we are anyway and I'm gonna make the best of a shit situation yeah okay so my black excellence this week is gonna be Tommy um, because you're part of one of my favorite shows I think people think that I'm being dramatic when I talk about sitcoms and how they really saved my life growing up but that's all I did was go to school and then come home and sit in my room and watch cartoons and sitcoms and stuff. So Martin's my favorite shows ever. I feel like it's too early for us to be losing the cast of Martin. Like, yeah, but he could not have been sixty even fifty two. So, so yeah, that is just so really sad news. Rest in peace, Thomas Michael Ford. Right, that was his whole name. Yep. Yeah, very very sad. Like that's a. That's a giant piece of my adolescence, that show is, and him being on that show and just everything about it is is sad and seeing the reactions from other people on the cast and stuff like that, I know it's going to be heartbreaking. It's just, wow. Well, oh, here we are, though. 
2016. I don't even know what that... Okay. Well, rest in peace to him. Prayers for his families and his loved ones. Martin's the shit, and you can literally always... I mean, it's not like your spirit will ever be gone because right. you can watch Martin any and every day of the week. That's true. On some channel. Always in syndication. So, and we will not... That. Niggas will not let this go. <laughs> we'll be 40-something showing old Martin DVDs to our kids. Like, y'all I have nothing about this Yeah. If they ever release them on Blu-ray or whatever, I will make sure yeah. that I will be able to play this for whichever... I guess grandchildren I have for my adopted kids. If I ever decide to whoever's my kids, own life. you end up watching one time because that's more likely. Yeah, that everybody's probably. like, you know what? Just we're just gonna drop our kids off with you for a few hours and be back. That'd be in great hands. <laughs> yeah, they, they I'm not worried about that because I feel like your house would be a wonderland for children. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Games and snacks. Sure, sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely probably beg to will. come over, like. Why My PlayStation VR back? comes out tomorrow, so... See, whatever that is. While you girls will be doing whatever you do on um, your Thursdays, finding out how to get away with murder and things of that nature, mm-hmm. I will be stepping into the world of virtual reality in 2016. Oh, not VCR. So... VR. Oh, it's a face thing. It's a mask. It's a helmet? It's so a mask. I will be doing that tomorrow. Um... Or today. It's a headset. You can keep your ads because... Congratulations. That's going to be fun. we will be pretending to be Batman or whatever shit comes with it. Um, Is it like the same games but just with 3D glasses on? No. Oh, okay. It's literally they build games where you put it on and you are in a different... Like Google Glass? Way better than that. Wow. I'm excited for you. That sounds very fun. Speaking of video games, I can also give a shout out to Mafia 3 because... Mafia 3 is kind of like a Grand Theft Auto, except you're playing as a black guy um, in 1969 New Orleans? Oh, 1960 shit. something <laughs> New Orleans, or as it's called in the game, New Bordeaux, because I guess they couldn't call it New Orleans. I don't know, but it's literally New Orleans with the French word and everything. And you get to play this black guy who can basically uh, murder racists, um, the Klan, um, crooked cops, and at the same time take over the city and become just the shit. So Hmm. if you're anything like me and you use video games for entertainment as well as therapy, I uh, urge you to go out and give Mafia 3 a chance because (laughs) what could be better than... It doesn't sound very calming. Are you Mafia kidding me? Three? It doesn't sound very soothing. It sounds very. Mafia. I mean, it's a game full of violence, gore, and murder. But at the same time, <laughs> what I'm trying to explain to you is that you get to be a black guy and kill racists. I'm all for it. I'm all. I should have been playing this until game. you get to play a guy who throws a clan member into the swamp and watches an alligator eat him. I just don't feel like. This should Your be the most right. popular game amongst black Americans. I mean, of course, they're trying to keep it back. But keep in mind that it's very, very, very true to the times. Mm. And it even opens with like a little disclaimer that says, look, we weren't pulling no punches. We thought it would actually be insulting to certain people if we were trying to act like they, you know, white people didn't say nigger. I <laughs> <laughs> yes. just want you to know that it's going to be real aggressive and it's going to, you know, be some hurtful. So you have to play with the, black, with the black guy. No, you. that's the character of the game. Oh, that's great. 
Oh, I thought you meant white people could choose. No, 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 no. The oh. ca- main character is black, which, by well, the this way, gets better and better. is a great thing to point out because most of these games that star somewhere you can play somebody black, it's because you can create a black character. And a lot of those games, the characters still look like a white person with dark skin. With just skin, dark skin, yeah. Which is odd. But no. They still be one, having the blue eyes and everything. Everything. Like, you niggas didn't like, even, you it? couldn't even change the eye color. <laughs> the same white boy hair texture. You mean like okay? But you have to play this black eye, and you if you want to win, you got to kill some racists. So it's just well, like it's the game to play. I feel like it's editor's give this choice game for to me. every American. Um, and you should definitely check it out if you like games and hate racists. Amen. So there's that. Is that it for Black Excellence? Sure. All right. So this week in Shade and Full, um, lots of lawsuits, lots and lots of people. Suing. <laughs> Everybody's mad. Um, where to start? Where to start? Okay, we'll start with uh, what I assume is least to most relevant. Okay, no, relevant is like interesting. Mm, no, 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 no. That's not the word I would use. Popular? No. I feel like we're we're saying the same we do, thing with these words. <laughs> how about we do? I feel like we mean the same thing. Um. Okay. Let's put them in the order of most ridiculous lawsuit to like the one you might actually win okay 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 great even better so let's start with then the least serious and most foolish monice uh from love and hip-hop hollywood is suing somebody um after these rumors uh that she got pregnant by Shaq while Shaq was (laughs) married someone has started vicious lies (laughs) That she was pregnant by Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> while he was married and, I guess, didn't keep the baby. Oh, wow. And so on and so forth. And she is pressing charges. Is that a blog or something? Yeah, I guess the nigga on the show who blogs is saying Oh, that this. gay nigga. Um, and so she posted, my legal team has asked me not to address these lies oh, being told via social media. That's what somebody always says. Like, they always tweet something crazy, and then they delete it. And then they say, my legal team has asked me (laughs) not to speak out anymore. Where's your legal team? Show me the team of legal motherfuckers Mm -mm. who told you You know better. You know better. You just want to, Mm -mm. you know, go there with your shit today and make it seem like. Your legal team is whoever answers the phone at, like, peach tree prepaid legal or whatever legal shield. whichever customer service representative answers the phone like thank you for calling peach tree prepaid <laughs> i may i direct your call like you don't you don't you don't have, have no team you're not team. no kardashian with lawyers on tap like that this isn't you girl not even vh1's legal team is your legal team and can you sue somebody over uh amona scott storyline was that so who came up with the storyline was it mona or was it that's the, who the homosexual blogger knows. i assume that those uh facts won't come out maybe for another 50 this to 20 lawsuit ain't years going nowhere. when somebody surely starts a documentary or a lifetime some sort of uh, program extra special mm-hmm. show about all of the shit that was real and fake yeah and this is I mean, not gonna be part of it this is not real because nobody even cares but <laughs> But if this is what you have to do to keep your name in the blog so that you can keep your spot on Mona's show, then you do whatever you have to because do. Because you have to keep in mind that these things affect the way that 
Yeah. She is is viewed as a mother. No, not even viewed as a mother, but they affect her son because her son will hear about these things. But that's what they all do. They all bring it back to each and every one (laughs) of their motherhood. They all do that. Yet Mona comes right back around and is like, "Here, you can sign for the next season." And they're like, "I have a pen right here in my pocket." (laughs) You know what would help your son out? Only having two seasons worth of material to Google instead of like six or none. How about right? Or how about you just stop embarrassing yourself on TV? I just don't. Maybe it would be best for your son to live a life of relative anonymity and not have to grow up with his mama being on the blogs every other weekend for showing her pussy to whichever baller. Like, you could just not be on TV, and maybe that would help. And it's the same thing that goes for Lil' Fizz. Like, I, like, sir, you can't be Mm-mm. backing this woman to a corner all the time talking about her motherhood and what she should be doing and shouldn't be doing as a mom when you had a storyline on this show. <laughs> Sleeping with the same woman who is and now, moved into her house and moved into her home, <laughs> which I didn't even know about. So, it's thanks just, for that. Oh, yeah, you're welcome because I'll be watching. And she is now dating or pretending to date Rosa Acosta and the nigga who also dated a woman named Nikki for oh, 10 years. Yes, that's right, Safari. <laughs> and that, and that storyline is so fake that not even Rosa Acosta and Safari can pretend. Like, they're actually attracted to Nikki. Like, everybody is just showing up and reading their lines and hoping for the best. And the show is, I mean, it's terrible, but I do watch it. I do. I like to see it. I feel like what happened was, like, Safari was like, look, I don't want to do this shit, but I don't have anything else to do. And Mona, I feel like Mona really gave him probably more than a couple of those other girls. Oh, Safari definitely got got a big check for this. So, he was like, okay, sure. Um, But what I'm going to talk about... And then they, you know, maybe somehow, some way, he texts this Nikki girl, and she was like, "Oh, okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna pretend to date, but let's be in like a love triangle." Hold on, let me get my homegirl on the other line. <laughs> and so she calls Rosa, and Rosa's like, "I guess, like, sure, whatever." You know, I was gonna yeah. go do Pilates, but if you want to do this too, sure. I is like, I who even cares? Nobody cares at this point. Everybody who watched that show know, like, a smooth twenty five percent of it maybe is real. Yeah. Like the maybe. mamas that were fighting on that last that, episode. No, they that mean I that absolutely watched. On they this, the world premiere. Shit. Lyrica and Lyrica Senior came here to fuck it up, okay? Listen, <laughs> the greatest part of that scene actually was Safari because, in my <laughs> mind, I was like, Safari, so what purpose would he possibly serve to this show? He proved it right there, yes. right then and there. Because not only was that nigga dying laughing the whole time, but then he continued Me. eating. Yes. <laughs> he was like, So I just basically sat back and was like, Damn, that mama's crazy, you know, and ate my chicken. That's it. That's Gold. all I came like, for. I, I don't even know if I can be mad. That was that the whole time I was like, Safari is literally me if I was sitting somewhere and these bitches started acting up. But you just can't continue to talk about what your children should or shouldn't be exposed to when you could just Amen. not do the show right. anymore. Like, the whole show is embarrassing, girl. Right. So And your kids are exposed to this shit because you continue to put yourself in this position. Maybe if you niggas wasn't allergic to getting a job. This wouldn't be the case, but everybody on this show act like they too good to clock in. And, and I so, mean, unless you've got VH1 and pretty much every other website that reports pop blocked on their iPad, <laughs> they probably already watch it. So, oh, speaking of, Stevie J is suing Jocelyn Hernandez for oh. slander after uh, she claims that she caught him watching gay porn. That. <laughs> uh, that he will sleep with anything. I think she tried to get him arrested. I ain't heard a lie yet. 
and oh, that he may have even molested his own child. Whoa, now that's serious. The rest of these I can laugh at. So that's the one where he was like, okay, defamation. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, well, then you know what? You damn right. Because, yeah, you caught me watching gay porn. And it's, Man, you know, I feel like, duh. It's, it's like a thing, though, for women to put their exes on blast by saying they do, like, kind of gay shit. Like Which is Stevie J and Jocelyn and old girl and 50 cent and another day. yeah it just that happens a lot but another alleging that i another day. alleging that i molested my own child any child any one of them any anyone my, under 18 but my baby oh you right bitch yeah no we going straight to court you let since that i mouth, can't see you with these hands seen <laughs> you my lawyers will see off. you with these these black and white mm-hmm. pieces of parchment mm-hmm. That's what they're going to do. Bitch, you know what you better hope? You better have some receipts, some motherfucking proofs of purchase. You better have some video, photo, text message, bitch, something. You need to have something to prove that I did the shit you said I did. Otherwise, that, ain't nothing that to play new about. baby that you got inside the oh, womb no. right now, you won't be around okay. that motherfucker Watch too me. long. Because <laughs> I'll throw your ass in the, in the pokey over this one. Now, you can be as mad as you want to. And Stevie J probably top three worst baby daddies so i could see uh, being mad all the time <laughs> i could definitely see being mad at stevie j of <laughs> each time and even talking big shit about him even though that's your baby daddy even though you're currently pregnant by him but girl you got uh, to know when to allegedly. stop right again whoever's inside of there we apparently stevie j put him there but we don't know however you got to know when to shut the fuck up that nigga might let you get away with gay jokes and he broke and he running around with all these hoes and this, this, this. But I mean, you start talking about. you can probably about... prove that. <laughs> so. right, and then you could probably go open Stevie J's MacBook right now and it wouldn't be too hard to find right. Pornhub.com slash M for M slash anal gaping slash whatever. Right. You'll just... be in the courthouse and the next thing you know, Jocelyn's sitting on the next side of the room like, <laughs> I actually have a flash drive full of the Woo, evidence that I've copied right. from his MacBook. If you'd so like to go over the history in right. his Google Chrome, we can do that. Yeah, but molestation? Oh, no, girl. It got it just got very serious. Yeah, and I'm unless you got some. And I don't even feel like that's something. You can, you can possibly have the receipts for that because of all of the things you tried to pin on this man. You waited for, you took all of that time to mention the fact that he could have molested a baby. Yeah. You decided to talk about lie detector mm-hmm. tests and all this stuff. And then, oh, oh, yeah. And no. by the way, he's a right. child molester. No, girl. No, no, girl. I truly, and I, because you can't just come and say whatever you want. You, you can't cannot. just say whatever you the fuck cannot. you want. You cannot. No, you cannot. Or you can say whatever you want to, but not without suffering the consequences. Oh, absolutely. And not. that's just how this works. You have. So that is something that seriously uh, your his child will yeah, see right. that you can't play I mean, with because the not, rest of it. Plus, think about his other what he got four other baby mamas. You have to think about them and their, how they like, right. How they, like what has he done to my child? Then if he's been around, like that's just that's nothing to joke about. And to top it all off, Basura. I didn't feel like doing rolling the R. I'm sorry. I feel it's okay. Today. It's all right. And I just don't even respect you enough to roll. <laughs> <laughs> well damn trash at the end of the day girl we've already seen you on tv lying and laughing about that's being true. a lie that's we've true. seen you on tv crying in bitch's face just to turn around <laughs> and go over to what is the girl's name who face looked like a butternut squash the one who got into oh. a <laughs> <laughs> her friend <laughs> 
Butternut. What is her name? Oh, God. Jocelyn's friend? Jocelyn got friends? Whoever she went to and Carly talked. Hustle. Carly, not, not Carly Hustle. Bitch, don't ever no, disrespect bro, I am so, no. I'm gonna I'm going to get a text. I'm so sorry, Carly. <laughs> not me. You meant Carly. 60-year-old Carly Red. Carly Red. But that was not who I was even talking about. Oh, shit. I was talking about the other one. Who almost got punched in the face? Didn't Tommy almost smack? Oh, her the one with the high. Where Tommy voice. was like, "Where you know me from? You know me from somewhere?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don, Don. Who girl. wasn't really friends, but then I guess they fake made up for the sake of Mona. Either way, Mama, we've seen you Woo! on TV talking about what well, I just ran five scams on these bitches with my lying ass, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Cheers to me. <laughs> so we're, girl, shut up, you dummy. Ugh. Girl, Mm-mm. and Stevie Day, Stevie J can still eat a hot one because oh, we yeah. shall never forget. I mean, definitely nothing but I mean, garbage. But I haven't called that just... man a molester because I ain't seen no. I'll call him a. You did man. ask him about his how his daughter would feel. I yes, I did because I a, mean, but that was just a, that a was a valid very question. real question, yeah, right? That was a real question about the way you acting on TV. Completely different statement. It's totally different than what are you? Mm, no, I don't play like that. Kim Kardashian is filing a lawsuit against Media Takeout uh, for <laughs> three posts that they uh, put up. I guess implying that she faked the robbery incident in mm. Paris. A lot of the girls have been gunning for this. Ever, I've seen like at least two or three stories so far. Not from media takeout. I actually didn't see any from media takeout, but I did see a couple of people in my mentions talking about. Well, I guess you better get ready to read the plasma out that bitch because <laughs> ha ha ha, she's a liar. And I went and read the stories, of course. And each, I think Huffington Post or somebody posted one. Yeah, but those aren't real stories. Those They're are not. like opinion articles made. But from... it said, well, a source says that this is what happened, and right? That That's not actual it. journalistic effort. That's not a news. She's not breaking news. There. They linked to a, right. a website. Right. That you could have all clicked on because I did. <laughs> and I'm sure it was some and gossip the trash very and not. Same website. See? Had a headline that says Hillary Clinton is going to meet with astronauts to talk about <laughs> aliens <laughs> and when they're going to tell us the truth about the fifth wave. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I know y'all want this to be some hot, scandalous Lipton. And it may be. We don't know. But girl, take your time. Do Woo, it right. If right. you're going to expose a bitch, please. And I still, yes. you're going to have to give me this. I'm not putting anything past anybody. But mm-hmm. Kim was like, oh, but actually. Yeah, the fact no. that she's suing media takeout is interesting. Um, mostly because I feel like media takeout is an easy target for a giant celebrity to sue. Because they get sued all the time. For their ridiculous headlines and their stories that are based, like, almost totally and completely not at all, in fact. So, no media takeout still existed. No shade. I mean, that too. I haven't clicked on a media takeout or a who was that other blog that got World Star? Oh my God. Ooh, I, ain't heard I have not clicked World Star on a World Star Lincoln for Okay, so I did partake in a, the occasional fight compilation. I mean, yes, because that's what World Star's for. Because, you know, I like fights. It's been a minute. But I like fights I in real life. I fight. like fights in person. <laughs> I like to see you really get that I'm a bitch. very bad example for your children. Just, <laughs> I don't like to watch them on tape so much because then I don't get the one. joy of, either you know. And I like a clean fight. I don't like weapons unless everybody has one. No, I can't see. I don't need any of I that. don't like picking up stuff unless everybody has something picked. But you pick up a rock and throw it at a bitch. It's like... As long as I'm at a distance. Yeah, I don't like to see get, people get jumped either. I like to see a no, fair no, fight. No, no, I can't do jumping. I like good fights. 
I actually can't do jumping. Like, if you jump somebody, honestly, you deserve yeah, to that's resign in at least maybe the fourth or fifth circle of hell. Because that's just not even... You knew you wasn't going to win, so you had to bring back up. That's some punk shit. Like, sometimes two people may owe one person an ass whooping, but then you have to just wait your turn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have to wait your turn. And if you have two people who owe you an ass whooping, you have to ask yourself, what did you do? Why am I fucking up? Yeah. And what changes can I apply to my life in order for this to not happen again? But sometimes it happens, though, you just have to take your turn. You got to fight fair. I mean, come on. Yeah. One person can be the lookout while you beat that bitch ass. And then two weeks later, you could be her lookout or she could be your lookout. And then you get to be her ass. But not at the same time. That goes for that dry-haired ramen, oriental ramen noodle hair-looking-ass oh, bitch no. from the Bronx who was on this season of the Bad Girls Club, which I will no longer be watching. I don't know why I still watch the Bad Girls Club, because every single season, it just pisses me off. And I wonder why certain young ladies can be so mean to each other. Jumping girls and kicking little white girls in the back while they're walking away from a fight. You don't do that. That's weak punk shit. If somebody don't want to fight you and you know they can't fight you, then don't, like, <coughs> especially if they didn't talk about your mama or assault your brother or somebody like something where they, where they have to get there there's beat. just no way or no way yeah. around it most of the time it's negotiable most of the time you can negotiate i don't have to beat your ass right but if you talk about my mama or my nephew it's almost certainly game i don't over. care what hands you have or don't <laughs> but it's coming it's coming for you <laughs> that wasn't the situation so for you to just try and motherfucking jackie chan rush out or kick somebody in the back of their goddamn spine while they're walking away mm. doing a leaping fucking kick amen fall tv trash <laughs> stay in the bx with that how dare you after all this hard work the cardi b and remy ma have been putting in that's right to reclaim the bronx my god shine up the name and here you come bitch did you watch the bc hip-hop awards mm, it aired oh yeah it did fresh trash wasn't really that bad <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like it was just hilarious how just black and ghetto and just ridiculous. It was real. It was it's a on lot my DVR, but I haven't actually sat oh, down and watched. Such it? a good time. I just saw Young and May mad because she said BT fucked up the editing on her cipher and oh no, took out a bunch of her stuff. Yeah, apparently a bunch of the artists were like not pleased with the way BT edited that. Okay, but. well I got halfway into. It. I don't even know if I saw the. I haven't seen the Young and Young and May part. Because I turned it off to keep playing Mafia 3. But at the end, like, what I did watch of it was just so good. It was so funny. Well, then I have to see it. (laughs) I just do. Is it Black Joy? Because if it's Black Joy, it's not not black people on stage celebrating each other and being happy and black. I didn't see anybody that was unhappy, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You're always, like, happy to be there. That don't sound right. Um, (laughs) But it was fun. (laughs) Whatever. Next. Um, last lawsuit. Um, Gabrielle Union yes, is ma'am. suing BET over being Mary Jane. Now, Dog. God bless this story. I mean, my explanation of this story, because I tried my best to get it. And I think that I do. So, apparently the first season, I think the first season of Being Mary Jane, they shot eight episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, maybe they did 12. So, Gabby, if I can call you Gab... Whatever. Friend. Gabrielle Douglas Union. Whomever, really. Just whichever one you want. It doesn't matter. Gabrielle Justice Union Turner. <laughs> she, was, she doesn't play the wife. Anyway. I hate you. 
she tried to renegotiate her contract uh, to basically get payment for 13 episodes a season, regardless of how many BET ordered, which just sounds... Sounds like something you would do if you have been acting for a long time and, and now you are the star listen, of a TV show. Because, Burr, I'm tired of it being cold that's, in here. I mean, that's basically <laughs> like, it. And, I'm, and, you know, Gabrielle Union is one. That's a face that we've seen for like two decades now and, and it stays paid. <laughs> but, and fresh. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Taught, I need Blemish free. I want to go over and sit down and be like, girl, I don't need to ask about your marriage or nothing. I just want to know about this skincare regimen. I need a product list and I need to know, like, what kind of facials are we getting? Maybe that's why she's always promoting her sex life. Because what maybe is it's it? the, the Dwayne Dwayne Wade sweat <laughs> must be what is it Dwayne's like baby battle is that it I don't Does know it what it is because I'm still like why do we have to know her that y'all are like she's on the cover I don't know if it's control I don't know if essence she's on the cover of a magazine right now with a sickening haircut and like this this like leather coat or something on it and I saw that Dwayne yeah. I just won't. I just, that's not your name. Anyway, it isn't. I mean, that's what your mama calls it's you. Just so spelled it's spelled wrong. Fine. That's not how. Whatever. Anyway, she <laughs> he said something like, uh, "Make sure you keep that code or something." I got plans for it later, and I was just like, "Gross!" <laughs> like, I'm somebody who can usually do PDA way more than you, anyway. Oh, you right. But I don't need to know about all that. Like, <laughs> okay, my word. Oh yeah, I got plans, girl. You gonna come home? But that's probably it's probably her found of youth. Her fountain of youth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. Okay, well, you are mad childish. But anyway, though, <laughs> that's what you do when you're Gabrielle Union. You tell BT, I'm getting paid for 13 episodes, no matter if you niggas order two. I don't have time for this. Just <laughs> sweet paid. Um, so she was supposed to be getting um $150,000 an episode for season four. And then she's supposed to get a rate under her contract. She's supposed to get a raise each season. Mm-hmm. So next that's season, standard. she was supposed to get 165000 an episode. Yep. That's- and again, they're yep. supposed to be shooting 13 episodes, or she's supposed to be paid for 13 episodes for this season. Next season, blah, blah, blah. So a week before principal photography for season four, I guess somebody, whoever at BT told her that they were going to shoot 10 episode seasons back to back and try and make cram them together to make season four. So I guess they're trying so to shoot for like a 20 episode or whatever season, which isn't like, it's not like abnormal or weird for a show even an hour drama to have that many episodes but I want my raise halfway through right <laughs> so you can tried, do that if you want to but I want my 15% they tried to give this girl her you know 20 episodes or whatever and then skip out on whatever her raise was be or whatever so she's suing them for is a breach of contract and negligent misrepresentation wow she's suing the network and breakdown production so I guess it's supposed to be a part of the show. I don't even think Mara Brock Akil is still involved in this, is she? Yeah, I heard that Mara Brock Akil left and then there's been some other changes to being Mary Jane that, make, that makes me feel like BET is about to BET on it. <sighs> I haven't means... watched it literally since the the finale of the well, first season. Well, they had me at the end of at last season is when they got me because it stopped being about well, not that it stopped being about the, but the very first episode, you know, like the mini movie or whatever, the very first one. I was like, I can't do this show because this is another black woman who has her career and should be happy, but she's still worried about niggas. Like, <laughs> and I just can't. I'm so fucking tired of that 
particular story. So I was just like, I can't do this. But then last season, it just got really interesting and some different work dynamic stuff. And then, of course, her family is nuts. So I was really into being Mary Jane last season. Very excited for it to come back. And now I'm hearing that Myra Brock Akil is gone. And apparently BET is trying to play Gabrielle Union to the side. They done hired Michael Ely to come in, which is like... Which almost got me to catch up. I mean... (laughs) They done hired Michael Ely to come in, but then also I think they're moving the show. It's not going to be set in L.A. It's going to be set in New York now. And I don't know what... Oh, I did see something on Twitter about, oh, she's moving or something like that. And I was like... What? Well, then how are they... Because I thought a big part of the show was about her balancing her work and her personal life and her family. Right. So, so I'm wondering if her it family has, moving See, to? that's the thing. I'm wondering if it has something to do with something that happened last season at work to the point where it may be like you need to move to New York to get away from this office or something like that. I don't know. But... All those changes together, plus the fact that it's on BET, makes me feel like this show maybe has another two seasons before it either goes totally to hell, like it's written and shot like in a horrible manner, or it just gets canceled, one or the other. So, it's well, sad. Well, that and would it's, suck. It's surprising because I saw a couple of days ago Gabrielle Union talking and tweeting about how excited she was for the new season. And so, they just all this pulled stuff. this. So, yeah, they must have just... <laughs> Gabrielle was like... Actually, or she tweeted about it anyway, knowing that her lawyers were on it. Like, I'm getting my extra hundred and fifty thousand regardless. So. This is a woman with a legal team. <laughs> you can trust your black ass, right? She doesn't have to make legal announcements on Instagram. Her lawyers go ahead and file the paperwork <laughs> on her behalf, and it's done. You only, y'all, we only know about this because somebody checks to see who got sued that day. Like somebody's yeah. constantly checking. To see who's filing lawsuits or who's getting them or what the fuck ever else. So I hope they work it out, but it just, it's giving me, you know, BT premonition vibes of like, be forewarned, your show is about to go to hell and not be any good, like with the game. I've always just felt like they start that way. And that's a perfect example because the game was bad immediately on BT. Yeah. The game was good on the CW. Right. But then the CW decided that they wanted everything to be white and right. And they asked it. And I won't forgive them for that. Yes, you got The Flash and you've got Supergirl or whatever now. And I will continue to watch The Flash because it's good. And I watched Gossip Girl because it was also good. And it was before you canceled the game. However, I will never forget that. They did everything to change that show and be around the guidelines of what the CW said that they wanted it to be. And it was still a good show. And they were like, nope, bye, take yeah. your nigger shit on. And they every single no show they kept it. Yeah. was a teen white drama. All of them. They got rid of every, Everybody Hates Chris went too. Which is crazy because before it was the CW, it was the WB. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And it was very Negro. <laughs> it was like nothing but black programming back then. And UPN. And, and oh God, yes. And then it, but see, it's something like they, they bring us in to build up the network and then once they have the money to attract bigger advertisers or whatever they're like oh well we can just do white programming now girl thanks niggers appreciate you this is us leaving you (laughs) bye bye now (laughs) (laughs) like they just put you on a boat and just sail away it was so nice having you Anyway, RIP the game and that possibly bye bye Mary Jane. That out. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, those are the lawsuits this week. Here's something that will also take you out. Oh, no. Beyonce? Are we talking about the last no, formation No, you've seen day? Beyonce seven times this year. <laughs> um, which, by the way, Beyonce, Q, 
cute. Yes, it was cute, actually. It was very motherfucking very cute. very cute. Have a great time. Oh, yes. Um, that I see that that inch. was the show mm-hmm. that you decided it was. not only to do things you hadn't done at other shows, mm. but to bring people out. And also, mm. I guess at, that's when you accepted plus ones. Because oh, my God. Everybody it was, was so good. Everybody was there. Like... <laughs> Like Brandy from Lil Love Hip Hop even got to take her little picture and pretend she really is best friends with her. Like yeah. everybody was allowed to come. The Hamilton day, cast was, was like, there. I'm done. Like, I'm finished, <laughs> she so. didn't care who came backstage. Oh, did you see all the group pictures and shit? I said Beyonce is letting literally anybody with a wristband come back. Like, yeah, whatever, nigga. I'm finished. <laughs> I'm going home after this anyway. So yeah, but yes, you know, new outfits and she did six inch. I saw. Serena came out. That was great. And she, her husband came out. I think she did that for the Hive, actually. I think she brought Jay out so that the Hive could start the forgiving and healing process. Yes. Because we're still pretty, it's still very ouchy with Sean Carter. So this Hive needed to see Beyonce embrace him on that big stage so that we could start to forgive him and move forward the way she has. <laughs> okay. I truly believe that. And then, of course, Kendrick. Well, um, not Beyonce, but somebody who thinks that she's Beyonce. Kenya Moore. Um, Kenya Moore has gone on Instagram offering one person who is 21 or up. It can't be this bad. 21, so it must be a drinking thing. Please, please let it be a sponsored by Captain Morgan's. <laughs> night with Kenya Moore and you get drunk and then she tells you, you know. win a trip to Atlanta and ex- and, an <laughs> and an exclusive tour of Moore what <laughs> tour of what her house don't say her house do not say her house Marvana <laughs> are you fucking serious a tour of her house <laughs> so the prize is a flight to Atlanta and you get to go Okay. Look at her house. An exclusive trip. Oh, no. Airfare, hotel, transportation to and from Moore Manor. And, uh-uh, uh-uh. Not and, Moore Manor. <laughs> and $100 total per diem. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, $100 per diem in Atlanta is just fine. <laughs> you can get... Nah, you could get plenty to eat in Atlanta for $100. You can at least fill your belly and get fucked up off of $100 in Atlanta. But why is Kenya Moore giving... What is this? I have no... like. Why is this happening? For what? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why? Why would you want a stranger to come into your newly renovated, brand new, built-ass house? Is she house? seriously, unironically calling it Moore Manor? Oh, absolutely. It's on the flyer. Oh, the God. date is on November 6th. Uh, to answer, you must be following the Kenya Moore on Instagram. Tag five of your followers under the post and shout out your city. So if you or anyone you know, if you tag me, you get blocked. In, <laughs> Don't look, tag me to this post. Be meet, and I'm not, I'm not playing either. I'm right? So serious. You go come around. Oh my God, Crystal, you really blocked me. Yes, I will immediately block I you. Did. Nobody will convince <laughs> me to unblock you. You will be gone forever. Just Y'all to play let too you know. much. Don't do this. But this is hilarious. <laughs> hey y'all! In case you didn't have. Nothing else to do. Come to Atlanta and see my house. What? Like, what do you tell your friends and family when you are explaining that you're going on a trip to Atlanta to, to go see Kenya Moore's house? Have a tour of Kenya Moore's house. <laughs> and when they say, "Who's Kenya Moore?" Then, <laughs> then how do you explain that to them? Will you? She's the crazy <laughs> one on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I see. So you're gonna go to Atlanta, a crazy woman's house. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go inside her home. 
Okay, okay, okay. Cool. Just you? I mean, can you take a friend at least? One person. Oh, no, trash. 21 or older. Trash. Who's going by themselves? Oh, what a Somebody shitty gift. <laughs> as baddie as her. It might be okay if you and a friend could go and y'all could get I'm high thinking. beforehand and laugh. But, girl, one person, that's how she wants to make sure it's like a super fan. Like somebody who's actually a Kenya Moore stan. Which, uh, out of the 15 people that exist who identify that way. Because who the fuck else would go? You only have to get on Twitter and tag five people. Do you know how many people don't give a fuck about Kenya Moore that are going to enter this? Like, somebody could win this and go to Kenya Moore's house and punch her in the titty and then leave. <laughs> like, how do you know? This is so dumb. That, this is right. This is a bad idea. I mean, and if it's a promotional tool, then it doesn't work because what exactly are you promoting? The existence of your house? The fact that you have a place to live? What is right? It just doesn't make sense. Who's paying for this? And for what purpose? Like, it's not... Maybe that's why it's just one because Kenya's paying. She's like, bitch, I'm paying for what? One ticket, one person to stay at the Holiday Inn, $100 for you each day. To go right down a little five points. That must, okay, to go right, to take your ass right on down Make to the, the Popeye's Gladys Night, which I don't even think is still open. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know they I stay getting a bad grade on the, on the health. I went once. <laughs> And right, it's like chicken and waffles. I've had better. No shade. But mm-hmm. I heard Gladys Knights was way better when it first opened. But anyway, it's just so many. I just, this is trash. This I is trash understand. and it's done. It's done. I just, I, I don't understand. Is Mona sure. making her do this? Is Bravo Andy going to be there? Like, you have to tell me something. What? Why would I want to go to your house? <laughs> <laughs> Sell it to me, girl. Why do I want to win this? See, and this is the problem with people who motherfucking ain't from Atlanta, but then move to Atlanta and create these lavish, fake-ass lifestyles about how, oh my goodness, I'm so sickening because the cost of living here isn't what it was where I used to live before. And I have a couple of extra dollars to go down to Lennox and buy whatever Stunt. the fuck. Not at Phipps. Oh, I was about to say, these, these bitches want to go to Phipps. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm being realistic. <laughs> to go down to Lennox and buy a couple of little heels or whatever and do this. Girl, don't nobody give a fuck about uh, more manners like the Neverland Ranch, bitch. Do you have a roller coaster? Right. Because if you don't, I don't care about your furniture. Right. I don't exactly. care about your rented couch. I don't care about your chandeliers. Like, are you at least going to have a chef come in and prepare them a fancy meal? Or do you just going to... What, what? This isn't what? Paisley Park. No one wants to visit. There isn't... <laughs> what is there to see other than you and your things? You can see his remains there, by the way. They're there? That's why I read today. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Has he been cremated or is it like... I'm assuming. I hope so. Because, oh, my God. I mean, I don't hope so, but God only. I mean... Oh, man. I don't want to I don't want to read mean, up on that because it's going to make me sad. I I'm hoping it's not like a money-making thing for his sister. I don't. I Okay. Yeah. Well, Let's not get story. into sad news, so... Oh, too late because apparently... <laughs> Apparently, Drake and Rihanna were an exclusive couple, and they are this no longer one. It just isn't. <laughs> I felt like I might as well just mention it. Right. Niggas are like heartbroken. You brought it up to be like, let's talk about it, because this is not a news story. It just isn't. Like They didn't, that, I very much doubt they were ever in a real relationship anyway. I don't anyway. think so. I don't. So maybe they quit fucking around? Maybe. Rihanna maybe. did post something on Instagram, and I saw this when she posted it. It was like a one of those little meme captiony things, and it said, um, "None of my exes are married or in a happy relationship, so I guess it's safe to say that I wasn't the problem." And then the caption was hashtag trophy. It was like the trophy emoji, and you know that that's a, yeah, that's a Drake song. But either way, 
Uh, oh, and he posted a photo of his daddy in a very purple suit. <laughs> the caption says, when she accuses you of something you didn't do and you got proof. I just don't care. His you daddy know? like an old tacky nigga too, boy. He dressed like... His daddy looked like he still got bitches His daddy scrolling. looked like a like, cat daddy. He's That's exactly what he looks like. His daddy like he walking through the room and be like, boy, I tell you, boy, you got to get these bitches in order, boy. Like, like one of them niggas. Like, let me tell you about these here females, boy. Boy, I tell you, you all right. Like... Okay. Woo, yeah. But, you yeah, know. Yeah, maybe Rihanna was just like, okay, girl, guess what? This was cute. Finished. This was uh, fun. Okay. And they'll end up probably doing it again at some point. I think yeah. that Drake and Rihanna might be like another Friday movie or like Bad Boys 3 or a Fuji's album. Where it never really stops. It's just like you would like, for, like in theory, this would be like a really dope thing to happen. But oh my God, like it you. just may not ever I happen. And you have you. to make peace with the fact that it just won't. A and Fuji's so. Album. You ain't shit. That is never going to happen. And it oughtn't. <laughs> and it ought. But there was a long, not. long time where we wanted that to happen. You're right. You're and right. We are now 2020. made a peak. <laughs> we see better. Not only is it not going to happen, it, it just doesn't need it, to. Right, exactly. That's exactly where it needs to stay. Same thing with the Lauryn Hill album. Not only is it never going to happen, it doesn't have she to. She can barely tour. So what you mean album? That takes a lot of sitting down in one spot at a time. So I don't know. Well, they're seeing each other at the moment. Somebody allegedly told E! News oh, they're not God. exclusive anymore. They still love each other. Blah, blah, blah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? That's great. Um, Rihanna is still fine. And Drake has an amazing body. Drake had to cancel his tour. Charisma. What? His ankle. He hurt his ankle somehow. Well, he just announced a tour named after Boy Meets World. So, Was it called Drake Meets it's not it's called, called Drake Meets the World. The Boy Meets World. Oh, tour. The Boy Meets World. Okay, I thought you meant like it was a playoff of Boy Meets World. And I was no. going to be like, it's is it the, the Drake Boy and Topanga tour? Because you never know. I'm sure you Drake really had a don't. crush on Topanga like every other nigga. Who? <laughs> they all did. I mean. They all of did. Of course he did. <laughs> I feel like Drake probably still writes in his journal little letters to Topanga like you're out there somewhere. <laughs> And, and back in the day, you was really holding my. Cause uh, what's her name? That's oh, not Alexis Bledel. What what was it? She uh, yeah, off of Gossip. I mean, not Gossip Girl. That was Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. What was Topanga? Was um, I know this? Her, her real, real name? name is she dated Lance ba- Bass. Whoa, damn. I mean, that was a hard time. So for I'm her. not the only one who used to date gay niggas. Danielle no, Fischel. Um, Danielle Fischel. Fischel. Fish. Yep. Anyway, she's <laughs> okay. still beautiful. Like she's still gorgeous. Cause now they do girl meets. Yeah, girl. she's also. She's the mama on Girl Meets World, which is real cute. She's still fine. Anyway, um, yeah, that's it for Shane. All right, woo! Let's go. So, <clears throat> yes, we're back, on. and it's time for listener letters that hopefully don't involve semen and feces. Well, they may and they may not. You just never know when you go into the inbox. Send your questions to askthereed at gmail.com. I would just like to apologize once again. I don't know why, because, because it wasn't that, that bad. It was so gross. It was not that bad. It wasn't even the, the, the issue that this young man needed help with. It was that he decided to write in, de, like, in just picturesque detail. It was, oh, God. <laughs> and, um... I feel like everybody loved it. So, oh, okay. It's well, not that everybody but me. I mean, there was a lot of there actually was quite a few, quite a bit of feedback about girl I was eating when that started mm-hmm. and now you have ruined 
I'm sorry. Like, Honestly, what if you were having a tuna, a tuna salad sandwich? It's three and a half years into this show. You should already know what's up. So our first question comes from somebody who calls himself a part-time bottom. Oh, God. Here we go. Again. And he says... <laughs> like, straight away. My fiance and I have been together for a little over two Part-time. years. Well, okay. <laughs> We're both in our late 20s, and for the most part, everything's going great. We have issues like any other couple, but we do a wonderful job of communicating and solving fiance? our problems. Yes, fiance. All right. However, there is, there is one problem we've had from day one that has yet to be solved. Neither of us wants to bottom. Before we officially got together. <laughs> How long have they been doing this again? A little over two years is when they've been together. <laughs> Before we got together, I told him I was not a bottom. At the top, at that time, I had only topped and had never bottomed, but I still considered myself first. He told me he was not. He told me he was not a bottom, and that it hurt too much. In the beginning, I didn't mind bottoming with him because he isn't that big. It wasn't that often, and I was getting ass from other guys. However, since we've been more serious and entered into a relationship. I cut off my side niggas and became monogamous to my man. However, the issue is that he still refuses to bottom. In the past two years, I've been the only one to bottom, and I cannot take it. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. We've had some heated discussions, and I've even tried to be the bigger person. <laughs> I think you are the bigger person, bro. <laughs> Woo! So, to compromise, I offered to bottom three out of every four times we have sex. And for the sake of the argument, he agreed. But when his time turns, <laughs> when his time comes around, there's always some excuse. I've stopped giving up the cakes. We hardly have sex, and I don't know what to do. We live together and have combined all of our income and bills. I love this man with everything in me. We are planning our April wedding in spite of these serious sexual issues. I'm worried that things won't change, and I'm signing myself up for a lifetime of bottoming or no sex at all. The part that aggravates me is that in all three of his past relationships, he was primarily the bottom, but now all of a sudden the nigga want to act like he's too good for some dick. I don't want to walk away from the man of my dreams because we're not compatible oh. in the bedroom. Oh my God. Please help. Sincerely, I'm wrapping up so you can come over here and give us your opinion now. Part-time bottom, working 40 hours. Thank you, bottom, for your email. Thank you for it not being about bodily fluids or anything else like that. I'm sure Kifiori appreciates it. <clears throat> you know, um, I don't know what's going on. That's a real issue. I felt like that was a real question, was it not? Sure. It's about sex, but it's not like messy or nothing. I didn't want to pick like some some terrible question. So, first of all, I can't understand why for the life of me you're getting married after two years. But I think that maybe we're in a different generation now where the girls are just ready real quick. Because it's not like, I mean, two years for a lot of motherfuckers is like forever, I guess, these days. Um, Basically. <laughs> but... <laughs> Like, I'd be still learning shit about a nigga, like, after three. Are you kidding? What? Oh, no. Three years is... No. Nah. But see, at, at the age I'm at now, I am i don't really don't give a fuck if I get married or not. So, it I is mean, what it is. I truly don't either. <laughs> but I'm just saying, two years to me just sounds yeah. too quick. But... Mm, okay. Um, I'm gonna let you have it. But since... I mean, again, you're a lesbian, so that's different. <laughs> I'm not a lesbian, but it is what it is. Don't do this to me right now. We are talking about the part-time bottom. He needs our help. If you guys can't uh, settle whatever sexual differences you're having at the moment, then I would seriously consider uh, slowing down this relationship. Because especially as men... Uh, 
it's going to come to a place where enough is too much. What was the cartoon who said enough is too much? Was it the owl? Oh, yeah, it was the racist one. Okay, never mind. Anyway, the point is that you have to just get to a place where you can start to agree. Now, this nigga sounds to me like he's being lazy. I mean, kind of both of y'all do. I mean, this you got to suck it up and just... Y'all can't just split it equally down the middle? Um, that's up to them, you know, <laughs> but you really one of them do doesn't it. sound like he wants to do it ever. So uh, that is going to be the issue. If he's just like making up excuses and never doing it or whatever, then y'all just going to not have a sex life. And then you're going to start fucking other people. And then that's going to be an issue. And then, oh, God, and fighting and yelling and, you know, storming down to pride and not telling this nigga. And then y'all fight yeah. on the yacht or whatever the fuck we do. I don't know. Sexual incompatibility is a big issue. It and really is. It sounds shallow, but I would it is. stop planning the wedding until you can work that part out. No, it's not shallow. Like, y'all haven't figured out how to most comfortably have sex on a regular basis. That's a real issue that is, like, going to affect your relationship. I don't know what you're working with, and I don't care. So. Well, he says his man is smaller than he is. Again, I don't know what you're working with, and I don't care. What it sounds like... Uh, it sounds like your your boyfriend, fiance, whatever, could use some practice, um, encouragement, motivation. Come on, encouragement. And um, and learn to love it. You know, there was a time in my early intro to gay where I was like, you know, I guess that I just don't like sex because if that's what I'm supposed to be able to enjoy, that torturous shit that you just put me through, oh, then no. I just guess that oh, I can't no. do this. Oh, God. Um, but you figure it out. Okay. See, I think that type, that type of advice is very helpful. The way that I look at sex now as a bottom anyway is completely different than when I first started having sex. Because at first I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like, and why I mean, does but anybody probably a agree lot of gay kids are like, why Why do I feel the desire to do this? I don't know why I want right. to that's you, that you. Right, that used to be my thing. Like, why do I want to do something that is just <laughs> not so awful? Like, <laughs> like, it's not like I was curious. Like, I really want this to happen, but it sucks. And then you just... Find the right person to be patient and to teach you, oh, this is why it's great. And then yeah. it's like, oh, it really? It? That's what this nigga needs to do. And I would suggest that y'all do find a way to split it down the middle if you can. Otherwise, you're going to have to just, I don't know, yeah. break up or do the open relationship thing that most people I mean, in other two years, do. though, come on. Like, this just seems... I could break up with a nigga in two, after two years over something like this. No, no, definitely. Like, but just like, why? If he bottomed in his past three relationships, why is it such an issue for him to bottom now? And how come? I mean, I guess if you just really don't like it, it hurts or whatever, then you just really don't want to do it. But you can't expect the person you with who also does not enjoy bottoming to just all of a sudden be a bottom for that. So y'all going to have to figure it out. Good luck to you. Everyone's this- the top until they're not. You know, that should be on a T-shirt because a lot of people out here think they tops. Have at it. And then when it really comes down to brass tacks. But anyway, our next question comes from Nay, who's asking for advice. She says, I'm a 30-year-old black female, no kids. I work in corporate IT, and I just purchased my first house in Chicago. Well, good the fuck for you. I know, right? I met an Indian ICU doctor on Bumble who's 33 with no kids and owns a condo downtown. Bumble's one of them apps. It's a dating app. 
I say this to say that we both look good on paper and we have great conversations on race, politics, love, etc. And we have not had sex. We both want to take our time. Uh-huh. We got on the topic of sexuality and he says, I'm probably a little more feminine than your average black guy. And I said, that's fine as long as you don't actually like men. He then said, well, we've all experimented. I was that's in a, right. That, I was in a two and a half year long relationship with a man, but I'm not buying. I don't like guys. But I told him that I was sorry, but that we just cannot date. If it was a one off thing, then that would have been OK. That was his bisexual past or whatever. But a relationship I just cannot seem to get over. I have gay friends. My brother is gay and has dated women before, but he is now married to a man. Did I judge this guy too quickly? Should he have gotten a pass? Thanks. Nay. so let me say this oh lord um this is okay this ties into the extensive conversation um involving dl men because most you get to a point where even gay people refuse to acknowledge uh, bisexual man. I've heard so many gay people say that they don't think that bis- that men can really be bisexual. Oh yeah, definitely something I used to say like a decade ago. And it's just that girl, the ones that are bisexual are on the DL because right. they can't say I like niggas because then they might as because well just gay. be gay. Right, you exactly. know what I'm saying? They can't ever go to a girl and say, hey, I like guys you know too or I've dated guys in the past because most women especially women of color <laughs> will be like that was so nice of you to be honest with me whenever you would like someone to um go shopping with down at Saks I'm your girl call me up it was so nice um I'll take the check now don't worry I got my half <laughs> my and half. we can go like the girls always cut and run when they hear that a nigga may have been attracted to men at one point and it's complicated for me because I feel like a part of me can't blame you but then another part is kind of like, well, why not give a nigga a chance? You know what I'm saying? Because if he's not sleeping with men while he's with you, then mm-hmm. what difference would it make? Because if he's fucking a dude while he's fucking you, then that means the nigga cheated. You know what I'm saying? Right. He could be fucking a girl. Like, to me, there's no real... I mean, there there are differences, but it's not... It's not in that context. Not in that context. If you can cheat it on, to me, it doesn't matter if I got cheated on with it by a dude or a girl. I understand some people will feel a way, especially if you didn't already know about his sexuality. But I don't really care. the The point is that I got cheated on, right? Not that you put it in somebody else's ass as opposed to a vagina. But I've always thought to myself, like for a long time, I said I didn't want to date any guys that were bisexual anymore because I feel like there's a part of you that is sexually attracted or stimulated to something that I can't provide. Mm -hmm. And so there's no telling that down the line, you're going to want to go and fuck this other existence because I don't have that. You know what I'm saying? Now that shouldn't necessarily stop you from dating the person because if you have a healthy relationship then that person should be honest with you enough to be like, I'm struggling here. What can we do? You know what I'm saying? But to just be, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that is what stops a lot of women from dating guys that have dealt with men before. I think it's just mm-hmm. the idea of it grosses them out and they don't want to do it. Yeah. And so that is why there are so many men that then get demonized for keeping it to themselves. But it's like, well, 
I like girls and I like guys. And I know that regardless of whether or not I want to date girls, I'm going to get shat on for liking guys. Right. But if I also decide that I do want to date a girl, I have to keep that shit to myself because no girl will want to date me. So it's a complicated place that men like that are. And he's actually real badass and bold to even come forward and tell right. you the truth. You know what I'm saying? Especially if he doesn't claim a bi identity. I don't know that I would tell women that I had ever been in a relationship with a man then if you feel like, you know, that was something you did but not something you would ever want to do again. It just seems like... I mean, the thing that sounds weird to me is that he said that he was in a relationship with a nigga but doesn't consider himself to be bi. For two and a half years and still does not have a bi identity. Two and a half... I mean, according to the previous letter, bitch, he could have been married. (laughs) You're right. You're right. I mean, at that point... And I know some people are like, I don't like labels. And I'm like, well, you don't have to call yourself bisexual, but that's what you are, girl. Like, you, like to, you know what I'm saying? I respect. I won't go around saying, well, he's bi. Right. This my home girl. You don't like being called that. I will respect that. Right. But just but that doesn't mean you don't fit the definition. That's maybe just what that is. <laughs> you know. So that's what I. That's how I see you. But I won't call you. Right. That. Right. Um. Hmm. So. I mean, you. It's your choice to date whoever you want to, and I don't think it's necessarily fair. In this situation for me to say, well, you aren't being open-minded enough or whatever, because, I mean, I sort of get it that it's complicated, but Mm -hmm. I just want for people to be aware of this thought process and how it affects guys like him or Mm -hmm. any other guy that could be that is attracted to both sexes or who is pansexual or whatever the fuck so just food for thought maybe yeah i don't a little cupcake for your brain i think you may have let a good one go i think i think so i mean he's an icu doctor he's 33 he owns his own home and he has no children i thought that she said that she was the person who did had all she's 30 no kids she works in corporate it and just bought her first house he's a doctor 33 no kids owns Uh, a condo so so it's like both of you are doing just fine but like this man sounds ideal to me (laughs) like personally mm -hmm. as far as no kids and career career is concerned but you are sexually fluid i am but i'm thinking about it and i'm trying to put myself in a heterosexual woman's place don't waste your time which is which is the challenge. But if you 30, you meet a 33-year-old. He's great on paper in every other way. And he had a relationship a while back with a man that is over. He says he's no longer attracted to men. And he doesn't even claim bisexuality. It's kind of like, yeah, initially I may be a little bit off-put. Like, oh my God, you used to fuck a nigga for like years? But then... I don't know. I feel like I would get over that. I do. I feel like I would get over that, but maybe not. It just I mean, seems like that's all... not big enough for me to be like, oh, I'm going to write you off entirely. I mean, right, but I think that we as queer people, we have a different outlook right. on this type of thing. That's why I'm thing. trying to put myself in a totally heterosexual woman's shoes. Like, I just think that by default, we think differently when it comes to this type of thing because we get it and we yeah, understand it from a different... It. It's not as complicated, I think, as people who are just led and brought I mean, because of live. all the things a man could say that he was or had done, he was in a relationship with another man for a couple of years and it's over. Like, I mean... To you, that sounds like nothing. To yeah. me, it don't sound like shit either. But to, like, straight men and women, it sounds like, oh, my God. But, like, what do you... And Tyler Perry let, hasn't written a movie about this What guy? do you let straight men say to you and, and walk 
or like let pass as opposed to this. I would say put it like this. There's a great chance oh, girl, that luck. you either could in the future or maybe even have dated a guy who has dated men and wouldn't tell you, never told you, won't tell you, and you would never fucking Because know. of this reaction. Because of this. So the fact that he was even honest enough this early on to tell you that, I feel like is a good sign of his honesty. And I think that at least you can know that since he told you that if you did continue to to date him, that if he... Because if you did continue to date him and he's telling you he's not bisexual, he's not interested in a man and that sort of thing or whatever, Mm -hmm. then all you have to do, all you can do at that point is take him for his word and hope that he'll be honest with you. So if he's being honest with you at this point, which most niggas would not be honest about, then I think that that's a good sign that he would be honest with you in the future. So you could be able to, you should be able to trust him and take his word for it. Yeah. So, I mean, I would date him because like you said, he sounds great on paper. Right. Everything else is fantastic. I would just, you know. And I see you doctor that means he works a lot he ain't gonna be at my house all the time getting on my nerves it's not like an arranged marriage where you you stuck you know what i'm saying or like somebody else is choosing you gotta be with this nigga so oh well do you girl yeah talk to him well i don't know if you can talk to him about it because y'all probably not gonna see each other again but just know that he might meet a girl in the future that he really really fucking likes and he'll think twice about saying that shit to her the next time or if somebody this is what people talk about when they talk about biphobia though like even though this man doesn't claim bias, the fact that he has been with a man and a woman before is why you look at him like that like that's and the fact that he was in a relationship with another man is why you look at him that way and that type of reaction like Kefiri said is why people don't come out especially by men we let by women get away with a lot more as far as like acceptance is concerned but by men just aren't allowed to exist and be by because once they say they're gay we just assume that all they want is ass and dick so right they're just greedy but good luck in your dating uh endeavors girl let us know how it goes our last question comes from harmonica which i just made up and she says my daughter's father and i have a great relationship we're good friends and have always supported each other we're both in good relationships he's engaged and i'm married but About seven months ago, after buying a new house and beginning major renovations, I got pregnant. Fast forward, I've had the baby and renovations are still going. Life was going great until I got laid off. My father, my daughter's father reached out a few days ago, shared that he got a new contract with a nice signing bonus and he thought it would be best to give that money to me. I talked to my husband about it and the conversation ended with it's your decision, which is basically man speak for I'm not with this, but I won't say no. I know no matter how well both of these men get along, my daughter's dad giving us a nice chunk of dough is a male pride blow. I don't want it to be an area of contention going forward, but real life we could use this money. So what would you guys do? And then there's a bunch down here about how she is in love with you. She was pregnant at your first Furious Thought show in New York. (laughs) It said she waddled right in front of you, but then you gave her a duster. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't, girl. That's it's just his face. Yeah. <laughs> he don't look at pregnant people like that. I definitely don't. <laughs> so, but anyway, this and is a I very sweet note here at the bottom. Little section about having kids. But oh yeah, and how, yeah, you did. And um, she says come back to Philly. But anyway, that's Harmonica's question. What do you do in this situation? Deposit my motherfucking check. Ain't that it? Especially if he ain't paid child support. 
especially if he ain't never paid child support. Like, your husband's just going to have to deal. Yeah. Because, first of all. Male pride or whatever, girl. Get over it. It would be one thing if he was giving you some money because you lost your job. But you have a child with this man. So, mm-hmm. it's his duty to give you money. Like, he's supposed to. Right. So, if he got some extra and he knows maybe that you got you having some trouble or whatever, like, why shouldn't he that's something that that's just nigga shit like that's ego yeah. stuff that he will eventually get over and see that you made the right decision if he can't tough tit but so much of what women has to deal with have to deal with is like trying to figure out how to solve problems without hurting men's feelings or damaging their egos and, and i like, just don't literally have never do that niggas feelings no. are just collateral damage if your feelings <laughs> get hurt oh well that's not my fault nobody told you to keep your feelings in the way because niggas be having their feelings in the way for no reason like now maybe you do feel a way like as a husband or a, provi- a provider like oh you know we're going through a tough time and i don't want my wife to have to accept help from anybody else but you just got to be real with yourself your wife getting laid off and losing her job, that's something that could happen to anybody. This and is an anybody. Of what? This is an episode of Martin. Of Martin? Is it? Gina borrowed like $20 from Cole. Oh, time. God. And Martin had a fit. And Martin was pissed the <laughs> whole episode. And that was just $20. You're talking about this man's signing bonus. So <laughs> I'm assuming it's at least a few thousand. Anybody could have a situation in life where they need money or need help. And again, like she has a baby with this man. So it's not inconceivable that the person to help would be the person who fathered, you know, your stepchild. So if he feels a way about it again, like that's just you. okay? go ahead and simmer in your feelings. And even better, let's talk it out. Let's go ahead and talk it out and be rational about these feelings. Like I would love to sit here with you. Don't talk it out with me. I would not mean, but as a wife, I'm going to sit here with my husband and talk to him about the way he's feeling, you know, challenged or inferior or whatever, whatever it is he's feeling. I'm going to sit here and talk to you about it. Hopefully we can be rational and help you get to no. a place where you feel better about it. I because won't. what I'm finna do is call my baby daddy and be like, how quick can you drop off the check? Like, so, when can it come? So Western Union. Right. PayPal, you've been Venmo. laid off. You already have a baby. You have a new baby. You got a husband and you've been doing renovations. Now is not the time to not have money. So I don't please want to talk to you about it because check. I'm going to be sarcastic to you the whole time. Oh, really? You have feelings about it? <laughs> so what is like your male plan? pride hurt? Oh, you're like oh, not no. a man now? Your little feelings. Oh, poor okay. big man. Your penis just feels like it shrunk a little bit now. Like it's not even the same oh, anymore. No. Oh my God. Well, I'm <laughs> totally going to go get married to him instead. <laughs> Because he's a real man who can pay my bills and you aren't. Oh, my gosh. I just needed his help so bad because you're so inadequate. And just tease niggas. Like, that's all I would do. I'm a horrible girlfriend. Like, are you fucking serious right now? You mad because you got some money that you ain't got to take out of your pocket? Shut up. But see, this is why we're girlfriends and boyfriends and not husbands or wives. Absolutely. This is why I never have a successful relationship with a nigga because... I don't care about your feelings. Fuck your feelings. All right. Send your questions to asktherita.gmail.com. We'll be back. So we're back and it's time for the read now. Yeah, it is. Uh, Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? What is your read about? Um, Did you watch the debate? I feel like it's about the debate. My read is not about the debate. Actually, the debate is still on my DVR. I was in in the airport at Chicago and I watched like a little tiny chunk of it. But then when I was on the airplane headed oh, home, I saw a whole bunch of comments about how embarrassing it was. It so was, I haven't watched it yet. It was only embarrassed if you feel any sort of pride in America or any sort of like ownership or belonging to this country. It was embarrassing 
like that. But see, I still feel embarrassment when some of these things happen just because I live here and there's nothing I can do about it. And like everywhere I go, I will be known as an American and this will be tied to that. Donald Trump was acting like a five-year-old on stage. Like I'm not... Doesn't he? But like pouting, folding his arms and like huffing and you guys are teaming up against me and y'all let her talk and y'all not let me talk and that's one against three and that's not fair. Like I'm quoting him. (laughs) I'm not being ridiculous playground antics from a five-year-old that's following her around on stage like stalking her standing over her it was creepy it was weird it was crazy and he would not shut up it was really bad it was really bad this country's a fucking joke but anyway what's up so i guess my read god bless it this week because like i said i'm all over the place i'm gonna do my best here but someone by the name of uh, i guess it just a special cloth is this woman's name. Um, and she wrote a an article on Medium <laughs> that said, this is the title, Birth of a Nation's Box Office Flop and the un- Unrepentant Pettiness of Black Feminists. Basically, this <laughs> black woman wrote an entire think piece on the think piece website hmm. where anybody can post one when you don't have an actual publication to pull poster thing pieces which is kind of crazy because anybody can get a tumblr but i mean but listen, medium gives you like a little it gives you a pizzazz it makes you look <laughs> jazzes it up a little bit like for the average dummy you wouldn't even know <laughs> make you look not, legit right like, <laughs> like no girl you just a bitch on not medium msnbc at all <laughs> anyway so this woman basically mind you she is black or at least that's what the picture looks like, Whatever. a black one, I don't know. Whatever. But it don't really matter. blamed uh, black feminists for uh, the birth of a nation flopping and basically said that um, the reason that it wasn't successful is because black feminists, black feminists went on a... Uh, like a, a social media rampage and teamed up with my white media after they found out that Nate Parker's wife is white. Oh, girl. And so it's funny to me because throughout this entire article special keeps referring to black feminists as petty, but the entire article is petty in itself and she even says something at one point like okay it says i haven't read this yet but i'm gonna pull it up there's no need for you to but it (laughs) says she says after a slew of gossip sites published the information about his wife being white about 10 days later the cyber attack then moved up to the black feminist academia who write for mainstream (laughs) who write for mainstream media publications such as the atlantic teen vogue huffington post time who they've begged for inclusion, by the way, and others, and the next thing you know, blah, blah, blah. So to me, this whole thing She's just like, it just, it, it showed to me that A, you mad at black <laughs> feminists who know their worth, and B, you mad that you write on media. Yes. Like, you mad because them bitches are booked. Right. They have like, they're getting checks in the mail from actually, they're building their resumes, they have credits. Um, um, Ooh, but anyway, wait. I'm just going to say this. Um, Nate Parker's wife being white, if it has anything to do with that movie <laughs> flopping, it is just the smallest of the small factors. It doesn't. Like, just super tiny. First of all, every black man 
who is famous, who comes out and stands on some red carpet with their <laughs> white wife, always gets flack for it. It always happens. Just like this woman pointed out, the actor from Luke Cage, his wife is white, and he got a whole bunch. He had to come forward and be like, look, this woman was with me in grad school, and I ain't have shit. We've been together <laughs> for 16 years. I don't love her because she white. I love her because I love her, and I wish I would leave her alone. Fine. This always happens. And nobody, I haven't heard anybody say anything about Luke Cage being anything besides great. Like, Luke Cage, from my view has been getting great reviews people seem to love it everybody texting me like girl have you watched it i'm like yes (laughs) so it really his wife being white hasn't seemed to stop black women or men from watching and enjoying luke cage it does raise a couple of eyebrows now if you had any goddamn sense you would know while I believe that people should be free to date who they want to date. And I also think that it's unfair to treat people like their pride for their blackness or the knowledge that they have about their race and their culture is invalid because they're dating or married married to somebody who's white. I don't feel like that's fair. I don't think that makes any sense. But at the same time, to act as if it isn't reasonable for black people, especially especially black women to raise their eyebrows when they see their brothers with white girls. I feel like that's <sighs> foolish because I mean, you could start with this Chris Brown case and go back to the, you know, the <laughs> dawn of white time, but there have been plenty of white white women who have been fucking fetishizing and dating and marrying black men. And then when they get pissed off or they don't get their way, they cry rape and they start running around and yelling and doing all of this other shit. So especially if you one of them, if you're a person, who is out here saying that we should be supporting uh, Nate Parker regardless of his his case and you, you know this whole situation with this white woman who claimed that he raped her one time blah 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 if you say we should be going to see this movie anyway because of that then you definitely should understand where these women are coming from because if you are saying well he was acquitted or he wasn't nobody charged him with anything and he got and that's just white women and they do this that and the third then why is it complicated for you to understand why a lot of black women are uncomfortable with when they see that? I haven't. I didn't see anyone say they weren't going to see the birth of a nation because his his wife is white. I saw a whole lot of people say, "Of course," but I didn't see. I didn't see <laughs> of very course many. His wife is like, white. Duh, of sure. course she is. Of no she doubt, is. obviously. Um, but no, that's not the reason. That isn't the reason at all that I think this movie flops. I think that you have to keep in mind that. Regardless of what actually happened Mm. uh, between Nate Parker and the woman who took her own life and the other man who was involved, regardless of what actually took place on that night or that day, it doesn't have as much to do, I think, with this with this movie not doing as well as people would like to claim that it is, because for me. It isn't the case. It's the way that he responded to the case. Like, I don't want to see The Birth of a Nation. I'm not going to support The Birth of a Nation. Past the fact that it's a slave-ass movie, and y'all already know how I feel about those. Mm-hmm. Nate Parker has been out here doing interview after interview saying completely dickheaded, dumb, ignorant shit all yep. year yes. long. Yes. His wife being white was, the, like, the last thing that I noticed, and I don't care about that shit at all. In fact, the picture I saw of his wife, she had a real ethnic bang. Like, I don't know... <laughs> How to really describe that to you, but it was like a real gelled down bang. And I was like, well, 
you know, she's white, but she's trying to jazz it up. Oh. She knows he's on, on the promo trail. She said, let me get a, a let, let me get an inner city bang. Where is the emperor? Uh, so, you know, things like him basically coming out and saying whatever, like, oh, you know, when I was a, a young person, consent was if you got a girl to say yes, then you won. And I would never play a, I would never play a gay man because I I will never let anything emasculate me on screen yeah. or all this dumb shit that nobody asked to hear about or whatever. And then you on a breakfast club talking about you begging people to go see this movie. I bet. Because yeah, I bet you are. You have spent all year showing people that you think and believe really dumb shit. You've lacked um, even just a small amount of what I would think a person in your position would have in terms of um, empathy mm-hmm. when it came to this woman and women. Considering she's dead. Considering the fact that she killed herself and anybody could you think traumatized her. that regardless of whether or not you actually assaulted her, she says that you did and now you're running around promoting a movie about your blackness and all that shit. And if she wasn't in the right state of mind after this happened, which happens to a lot of people in these situations then maybe seeing you running around with your mustache and a big old smile was too much for her. So just having a little bit of compassion would have been great. But the way that you spoke about it was like, you might as well have just had a big ass t-shirt on that said, I love rape culture. So (laughs) right. Like you can't ostracize women, including black women and gays, and then be running around saying niggas need to see this goddamn movie because Nat Turner. And then expect that we're just going to go. See, I believe, I said this on one of my shows, but I also believe that people like Nate Parker and others who make a lot of these types of movies are just taking advantage of the fact that black people currently feel and have felt forever undervalued, mocked, ignored, and all this. So we take our power and our pride where we can get it and so you have that's why people for the longest time right would tell me oh why are you always saying this and that and the third about tyler perry at least he hires black people you need to be supporting such and such because black mm-hmm. no the fuck i don't <laughs> like i don't have to support black shit just because it's black there'll be plenty of black creators there'll be plenty of black producers and actors and directors who will create things that i feel like i can support i will be right there in front line and matter of fact i'm planning great shit for um Hidden is it hidden figures? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The new movie coming out about the astronauts, the black female astronauts. I'm front I'm in the front of the line. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't need to I don't need to hear the story of Nat Turner. I already know how it go. And contrary to popular belief, there are tons of young people who actually give a fuck, who know the story as well. And they're the same people who are on Tumblr typing fast as fuck, saying, Well, this isn't actually the reason that Nat Turner led the rebellion. He actually believed that God told like yeah, so that was really my issue with, with Birth of a Nation. That was really it. The fact that he decided to, he acted like it was going to be some historically accurate film and we're telling this really important story of Nat Turner and everybody needs to see this. Like, that's how it was billed at first and I was really excited for it. And then I read these reviews of it that are like, well, first of all, it's just really horribly done. And secondly, he makes up, like, so much of it is not even true. And he even 
turns like the point of the rebellion into like retaliation for a rape that didn't happen as opposed to what it is like this like is a, a real story gang rape was the reason instead of and using you, right, you did that to black women you black women's pain was nothing for you Gabrielle Union literally doesn't have a line in the movie now she they say that she speak. chose yeah. like that was her choice or whatever but, but the still. fact that these black women are just being like raped and then thrown into the fields and looking at the men like please help us we just look when people like Nat Turner's own mama were out here like was ready to kill right. her son because no my son won't be a slave women fought in these rebellions too so the like the depiction of Stretch. women in the film right. from what I've read anyway and the reason behind it instead of it being about his spirituality and the spirituality that slaves used right. to endure the bullshit that they were going through anyway from what I've heard from several people who actually did pay to go see this movie that isn't really being told the way that it should be in right. this movie as well so that coupled with the fact that you're basically shitting on survivors of rape and black women and homosexuals and then it's like oh well let me beg you to come see this movie and you surprise but girl don't blame the few for, and then on top of that oh wait don't i'm tired of motherfuckers trying to make it seem like well feminism is just a bunch of hoes that want to be able to fuck who they want and they just hate me and and that's why da 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 and whatever and i'm if i see somebody with the word feminist in their bio i just assume that they don't know shit and that they're just petty and blah 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 Feminism is literally just about equality. It just means I want to be treated the way that that nigga is treated. And why? Why wouldn't you want? Why wouldn't right. everybody why are you opposed want to that? that? Right. Especially if you have a vagina. Why would you be against that? Not every feminism is up here on Twitter making memes about a black guy's wife. Not every feminist, black, white, green, yellow, indigo, gives a fuck about who a nigga is married to. They just want for that nigga to be able to treat her with the same respect that somebody would treat him. That's it. That's all that feminism is about. So for you to be upset that your your poor your poor old mustache Nate Parker didn't get <laughs> didn't hit whatever they spent on the fucking movie and the budget didn't match up with profit or whatever like oh well girl if you would have had Nate Parker shut his motherfucking black ass up for the better part of 2016 <laughs> maybe that shit would have looked different how about stop asking black women like Issa Rae said on the first episode of Insecure how about black women aren't bitter how about we're tired of being asked to settle for less we're tired of being asked to put up with dumb shit we're tired of being asked to accept anything any kind of abuse or craziness or disrespect from black men for the sake of black unity and it's always black women being asked to do that it's always well forget the rape thing forget the white wife thing which whatever I guess that matters to some people but ultimately that's that. not the real issue here but then also forget that the movie is historically inaccurate forget that Nate Parker invents black women's pain in order to tell a story like oh we're all just damsels in distress and when we need the these niggas to come save us story was good enough right like, when you, you change his it. right you change his mother you change her in the movie you make her some quiet docile oh lord i just don't well lord i just can't handle it and all this like you turn her into that when she wasn't that That's you fuck with was. the story and then you still you expect black women to come support you anyway and then you blame us when your movie flops how? How is that our fault? That because How? I'm not a black woman and I damn sure ain't see that movie. And I wasn't quiet about not seeing it. And I've said several times why I wouldn't go see it. Yeah. Especially being that I'm tired of watching these 
violence as all of these movies all they do is just show black people in their Yeezy clothes back in whatever year Mm -hmm. and they're being (laughs) mutilated by racists and it's just a way to just to like shock us and black people sitting there like yes look how awful white people did us and white people sitting there like god damn white people are terrible and then that's supposed to make us like feel I don't need to see I might as well just watch Saw Final Destination (sighs) I don't know Halloween Alien I might if I want to watch a horror movie there's plenty of that shit going around I don't need to see black people I can watch CNN I can watch motherfucking The Shade Room if I want to watch black (laughs) violence against black people like I don't need to see that and stop trying to convince us that we need to a be supporting this type of shit because it's black and we need to support black people I don't need to support black people just because they black and I damn sure don't need to support a black person who I believe ain't shit or is a dickhead because they're making some black shit and furthermore I don't need to watch this movie uh, to know the story about Nat Turner. I read books. <laughs> right. This isn't new to me. And there are several other children who read books and can read books. I could say, hey, kid, you ever hear about Nat Turner? No? He's great. Here, read this. <laughs> and they will get a better understanding. Probably Wikipedia, who- even. It would be a better story the smooth maybe what 20 minutes that you would spend on his wikipedia page i'm Mm. sure you'll get more way more information about nat turner who he was why he did what he did instead of going to see this movie about a nigga who's been running around here saying whatever the fuck he wants to and yet we should go see it anyway because he black black people don't have shit we only never got shit we have like very little representation in a lot of these places and so we just supposed to flock to any black ass thing and support it because we don't have no I've told y'all time (laughs) and time again I'm going to support the things that I think is worth um, supporting I'm going to support the things that I think should be on display and Mm -hmm. I think that um, we are familiar with slavery (laughs) like we know my dog Link at home knows all about it (laughs) I've had her watch the films. I think Roland Martin got his some... ass dragged today, too. I for... saw that. <laughs> Shut your ass up. We like, tired of this dumb shit. If you want to go see it, fine. Go see it. Go support that nigga. Give him whatever coin you want to. But I'm not going to let anybody just run their mouth and say whatever the fuck they want to and then make a movie that's not even accurate right. to the person who they're trying, this true story of a black slave. And then you're telling me that this inaccurate story is supposed to be supported because we want young people to know the story of Nat Turner that ain't, ain't even, even motherfucking story. true. So keep No, it. you just want a black man to win. That's it. And that's fine because I usually want black men to win too. But not at the expense of black women and I will not stand up for that. I won't, I would just will, I simply will not allow it. And it would be a totally different story if Nate Parker had this incident this whole rape story which only God knows the truth of, of exactly what happened. But had it just been that, and then the movie was just like so excellent and really well done, and he had come out here and been like, I just feel a lot of remorse for the way I was in college, and I was a young, dumb nigga, and it took me a while to grow up, and now I just want to get out here and help other young men from realizing the ways that they are like, I want to help them stop from being predators, because I think a lot of young black men in particular maybe don't even realize the extent of how fucked up the way they act even of is. Of course they because don't. Because violence against black women is not taken seriously. So you can do whatever fucked up, say whatever fucked up thing you want to us and pay, it's allowed to just basically roll off your back like nobody really gives a shit because who are you even really hurting anyway? Black women. So it would be different had he, you know, come out here on the 
genuine apology tour and had also made a really great historically accurate film but those things didn't happen so don't ask me to stick up for somebody who's already demonstrated time and time again that he'll shit on me and people who look just like me yeah exactly (laughs) so (laughs) i mean i would have at least bought a ticket because I've definitely bought tickets to slave movies and things like that or any other type of yeah, shit that I don't. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Queen of Cotway. Like, and if I don't feel comfortable seeing it, then I just won't go. But I will at least buy a couple of tickets on Fandango or something to support. But nah. Nate Park, like, he literally ruined that himself with his mouth. Right. Black feminists didn't do it. Black women didn't do it. The gays didn't do it. That case didn't do it. Nobody no. did it but the words that I heard come out of Nate Parker's mouth. So if you want to blame somebody for Nate Parker's movie not doing very well, you should probably blame Nate Parker. I mean, and that's basically it. That's, that's what really it comes down to. Because Nate Parker's the one who made the movies. So. And honestly, if you're a black woman writing this shit, then you should honestly be ashamed of yourself and figure out what the fuck it is that's going on with you that makes you feel that way. Because nothing in this motherfucking article even made any sense or was logical. All that it read to me she just want to get picked. was that you want somebody to read this shit because you really would like for somebody of a certain publication to publish some shit like this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you do write for a publication and they told you they weren't going to post this shit because it didn't make no motherfucking sense. <laughs> and so you pitched here you to are. Ebony and Ebony said, no, girl, <laughs> we're, not, we're not running this. It seems like you just mad at black girls who stick up for themselves and are open-minded and won't follow the rules of any old fuck nigga who tells them what they should do and how they should think. And if that's your problem, you need to talk to Jesus about it and leave black girls with some pride and sense the fuck alone because wasn't nobody going to go see that fuck shit? No way. <laughs> that's really it. So you can birth that nation. It's just internalized sexism. You mad at other women because they won't play the game that you have signed up to play. But you don't have to play either, girl. You could quit. You just don't want to. Don't get mad at me because I opted out of the game. That's all there is to that. So thanks for that. I'm glad you brought that up uh, because that was weighing on me heavily. Because I felt like, you know, people like me are being blamed for this movie flopping when we had nothing to do with it. I mean, literally. I mean, all I did was decide not to go. And I can do. I. I'm I mean, do that. where are the black men? How come y'all don't go see? Why don't y'all instead of shitting on us? Why don't all these black men and all the women who support them? Why don't y'all get together and all y'all go see the fucking movie? Then y'all make it number one. Then go watch it. I'm or not maybe, stop or maybe you. we outnumber you, and you should just. I'm not going to stop. It's you. not our fault. But, but I'm anyway. also not going to be quiet on why I am not going to go see the movie just because he black. Like I don't want to see it, and I'm gonna let you know why the fuck I don't want to see it. Just the way you can sit up on here and call black feminists petty and angry and a whole bunch of gay loving prostitutes or whatever the fuck it is that your dumbass said, girl. Talk to a counselor, please. It helps. I do it. I mean, really. A qualified professional can make some giant changes in your life, girl. So our thank you for that. I'm going to move right along into something that happened after Donald Trump went on tape and on TV, I guess, and embarrassed himself in front of the whole world, really, because everyone's watching and wondering what's wrong with us. But um, afterwards, a white woman by the name of Betsy McCahey who is the Republican former lieutenant governor of New York and a current advisor to Donald Trump, went on CNN a couple of nights ago. This can be great. Um, and, of course, at the debate, a big topic was this video that came out where Donald's talking about he just grabs women by the pussy, and when you're famous, you can do that, and it's no big deal, and they let you get away with it. All this other terrible stuff. So they brought that up at the debate. Trump insists that that's just locker room talk, and it's not something he's ever actually done. 
and and shout out to Anderson Cooper for being like so by locker room talk you're acknowledging that what you're saying is like this is sexual harassment this is sexual assault actually this is not locker room talk that's code for boys will be boys you know and that's just something again that I'm not standing for what you mean is I was talking in a casual way about sexual assault and I felt perfectly fine about that the fact that this tape has come out you know it is what it is but sexual assault is what you were describing so this bitch gets on to CNN I guess because you know everybody's running damage control and says that she hates you know terrible foul language and and that's why she doesn't listen to rap music because it's full of that sort of thing it's just the f word and the a word and all this i saw this and so everybody's like i mean yeah girl that's fine if you don't like that those type that type of language so you don't listen to rap music but rappers aren't running for president like when kanye is running in 2020 then we can bring up his lyrics against him but for you to just cite some random rapper right now seems strange because that's not your candidate so this bitch keeps going and says, quote, Hillary Clinton expresses that she finds the language on that bus horrific. But she, in fact, likes language like this. I came to slay, bitch. When he F me good, I take his ass to Red Lobster. My nigga. Yeah. This, white, this white woman cited Beyonce as like lyrics that prove that Hillary Clinton is just as big of a fan of quote unquote locker room talk like Donald Trump is because Donald Trump says he grabs women by the pussy but Hillary you know when he fucked me good I take in a red lobster I guess because Hillary doesn't hate Beyonce so first of all girl if you have a problem if you're if you're anti-Beyonce you're in a minority in this country on this continent on this globe so you being anti-Beyonce is a sentiment you should honestly keep to yourself because it's irrelevant to just about everything and it's only going to make people look at you like what the fuck is wrong with this bitch especially when it comes out of absolutely nowhere especially when it comes out of nowhere are you seriously comparing your candidate saying that he sexually assaults women and gets away with it because of who he is versus Beyonce saying I'm in a committed and loving relationship I slay and when that nigga dicks me down right I take his ass around the corner to Red Lobster is that are you comparing are you comparing are you comparing a sexual crime are you comparing sexual assault and this is not this isn't even the first sexual assault thing that's come out about Donald Trump in the past few days, we've seen all these news stories about he used to go backstage at the Miss Teen Universe and the Miss Universe pageants and watch the girls undress and all this shit. A couple of older ladies have come out and given a report to the New York Times about Donald Trump groping them on an airplane and some other stuff that happened a few decades ago. So he's got a long history of being a creepy ass, dirty ass motherfucker. But in his defense... Instead of, I don't even know, because I can't defend a man like that, but instead of anything even remotely rational, you decided to pull Beyonce into this trash. Like, Again, someone who didn't ask to be included, and yet... mind her business. She's just <laughs> wrapping up world tours, surpassing Taylor Swift in tour revenue, just out here being a bad bitch, and slaying like she always does. And here you go mad because she said, when a man fucks me well, I take him to Red Lobster. Not just a man. Him. When he fuck me Mine. good. <laughs> right. Not just any one man in particular, but when that one fucks me right, I take his ass over to the Red Lobster. That's just, that's that's not a message that can be spread as being bad for women or illegal to do or disrespectful a, to someone to else's dinner? genitals. <laughs> I had sex with my husband and I took him to Red Lobster. You are comparing to your candidate who was freshly married at the time. Talking about going around grabbing women's pussies. Okay, fine. We're Republicans. 
white people. I'm a lot more calm about the election since I've been listening to these political podcasts and white people assure me that numerically Donald Trump cannot win. Yeah, so, I don't think so. So I'm feeling a little bit more calm about the election, but in the same vein, because of course this is not the only white woman to say something stupid this week. After the whole debate and, you know, them asking Donald multiple times about the sexual assault and him just being like, it's just locker room talking, it's no big deal. And Bill Clinton said way worse shit to me, again, with the childish shit. I didn't do it, and if I did, that boy over there did it way worse. And here go the girl who said he looked up her skirt one time on the playground. Like, that is what he did. Brought women who have accused Bill Clinton of whatever and then tried to pull it back on Bill. Like, he said way worse stuff to me on the golf course. So what I'm doing right now just isn't that big of a deal. I already got a president in front of my name. All of this backlash towards Donald Trump now is very curious to me for a couple reasons. Or I guess there's, like, kind of two ways I feel about it. Number one... I'm really glad that you finally see that Donald Trump ain't shit and is not fit to be president and is a horrible person and expresses no remorse and just really like not even should not even be around the general public. Really, after this election, we should find a way to keep him locked up in whichever overpriced department he owns. He should just have to stay there. The rest of us shouldn't have to deal with the Donald. But how many months of outright racism or transphobia or xenophobia or really basically Islamophobia. All of it. How many months of that have we put up with from Donald Trump? And we've heard people, his supporters, time and time again, excuse it by just saying, oh, well, he's just all about security or he's all about borders or he's all about America. Like they will come Except up the with borders around that bus. <laughs> Why are you like this? Build a wall around that. So this lady an independent voter from Knoxville, Tennessee. Her name is Karen Slos. I'm not sure. Oh, so this was from a New York Times article. And she's been planning to vote for the Donald all this time. But she was repulsed by the way he acted at the debate and said that she didn't want her 16-year-old daughter or 18-year-old son to follow in his example and thought it was terrible for him to talk that way and said that all she was waiting for was for him to display real regret He'd have to show true remorse. We, and I mean we as in America, would have to see true remorse. I wanted to hear I was wrong, and I didn't get that. So even still, after months of him being, like, verified on paper, shitty to everybody but white people, even now that he's coming after what you perceive to be white women, so now you're personally offended, all he had to say was, I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have done that. And you would have been perfectly fine with voting for him all over again? Really, bitch? What kind of, I feel like that line of reasoning is so white that I'm not even privileged enough to understand it. Yeah. I think you have to be, you have to consider yourself the default, like, status quo of a human being. It's very much, the rest of that isn't my business. Right. Oh, he doesn't like Muslims? Well, I don't know how I feel about them either. So, and he doesn't like the gays? Mm, The gays, I mean, there's one at my job, but really, I could take them or leave them. Or the poors, or the really, the everybody. It's all of the marginalized communities, and you've sat there and watched all this abuse and disrespect just fly, I mean, on a daily basis from this nigga. And you ain't felt no type of way until he said something about grabbing Nancy Odell's pussy. And now you bitches is mad. Really? Like, I can't get with, and this is a huge part of the reason why 
white women and black men because based off the two of our reads today or just the way I feel about both of these stories from Birth of a Nation and white women associated with Donald Trump, I feel like all of y'all can have each other. These black men and white women who are basically the same as far as privilege are concerned can just carry their asses right the fuck on somewhere. Black men love to act like they have no idea how being a male affects them in society or is a benefit to them in society. They can only see their blackness. Or a lot of them act like they can't see anything past their blackness. They don't see how black women could or have to endure just as much shit or more shit under certain circumstances because of their womanhood. But they want us to ignore that part and come together with them because of black. And then I turn around from dealing with that frustrating ass conversation. And I'm faced with white women who understand everything about feminism and equality and equal pay and all this other shit. And we're just all together in pussy power. And yeah, girl, we shouldn't have to pay for tampons and diva cups for everybody. But then when it comes time for you to see me as a black woman and how I'm paid less than you are as a white woman. So you're much closer in this wage gap than I am and how I'm subject to a particular type of violence or disrespect because I'm black and not just a woman. Then all of a sudden you can't see that. And you want me to lay everything else down and stand up with you in the sake of womanhood. And I'm tired of both of y'all's trifling asses, white women and black men, asking me to ignore a giant part of my identity for your fucking good. This is why I'm saying I'm standing up for black girls and my work is for black girls. Because I'm not going to put aside one or the other before. I feel like for a large majority of my life, I've set aside other issues that affect me like the other ways that my life has shit to deal with for the sake of blackness and typically for the benefit of black men like just standing up for them or using my voice for them or putting aside my personal politics for their benefit and I'm just not gonna do it no more I'm so tired of everybody's fucking shit you white girls who have just now discovered that Donald Trump is a dumbass motherfucker. I want you to, first of all, I'm glad. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy that you do finally feel this way. But take a good, long, hard look around at this country and all the people that you have let Donald Trump shit on up until this day. And then ask yourself, are you really confused as to why we have all the problems we have in this country as far as race is concerned? You can't possibly be. If you take a step back and say, wow, I've really let all kinds of bullshit go unchecked in the name of Donald Trump, and then when it finally affected me personally, then I saw that he was garbage, you cannot be surprised at what's going on in this country right now. And I'm just over all y'all, truly. I wash my hands of these white women and these black men who act like they can't see intersectionality or can't understand that black women exist in more than one place at once. I'm just done with you. And as far as I'm concerned, you niggas can have each other. I hope y'all very happy together. But I'm not sticking up for neither one of y'all while you pretend that I don't exist in the full human way that I do. Kiss my ass. And I'm done. All right. Woo! Is that it? Well, that was a read this week. <laughs> did we miss anything? I feel like. I don't think so. If we did, I'm sure y'all will let us know. Uh, don't forget that today's episode of The Read is brought to you by the brand new show from HBO, Insecure. There are so many shows on TV showing modern black women just doing the most and being amazing. But Issa and Molly are definitely not killing it. They're dealing with their own real life flaws and just trying to get through everyday life. It's an amazing show. Again, shout out to Issa Rae for making that jump girl from youtube to hbo it's just inspirational and you're living the dream tune in every sunday at 10 30 eastern and pacific to watch insecure exclusively on hbo and don't forget to listen to insecurity the new podcast with me and friend of hey friend hey 
dropping every week on mybathroommirror.com. Check the website for updates, and we'll be talking about and recapping the show. So that's it for that. Do you have any news this week? Um, You can get... Oh, thanks to everybody who came out to the Furious Thought Show's um it was a great first wave and i will be planning more dates for the future probably sometime early next year proud of you so um yes thank you so much for that in the meantime trilloween is coming up at the end of the month so if you're in atlanta or new york city or surrounding area you can go over to the kidfury.com which is my new website and you can go get tickets there and peruse, read, contact me, whatever the fuck. Um, and also, right after Trilloween, we'll be going back on the road for read shows. We haven't done a read show in L.A. in a minute. So, top of November, that's what we'll be doing, West Coast. Love coming out there with your medicinal treats. <laughs> And then in December, we're coming to Boston and finally my hometown of Miami, Florida, which I'm excited about. My friends are excited about. So you can get tickets to that on thereadlive.com. And other than that, I want to... Oh, I'm looking for someone who... Maybe I shouldn't say this online. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast. Looking for an artist, but I, it's specific. Oh, you're gonna get of, a thousand. Don't email me. <laughs> don't at all. If you know anybody who um, does great, like painting, like I would need, I want to do like I want a mural done, basically. Mm-hmm. So if you know anybody that has some work on Instagram, tag me um, in some of their stuff so I can see. This should be someone who either is in New York or can travel to New York, please. And I would like for them to do something fun for me. So Instagram mm. only. Please don't email me. Please don't send me a message on Twitter. I mean, ju- just. You should just do a post and say, if you know an artist, tag them in the comments or tag me here or something. That way all your responses are in one post about that. That's a great idea. I'll do that. So that's it for me, I think. Okay. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody who watched my latest story on Drunk History. It aired a couple nights ago on Comedy Central. It is up on the Comedy Central website now. Um Thanks again, Derek, for having me back. I don't know why y'all keep letting me do this, but um, it was just an honor to tell the story of Marsha P. Johnson and the Stonewall Riots, and it was a blast as always. So thanks to everybody who checked it out. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. This is The Read. Check out thisistheread.com, and I think we're done. I think we'll see y'all next week. Yes, we will. Goodbye. Bye.